I have Bull James with me. Uh, Bull Dempsey, you might know him as, from his time in N- NXT. Uh, you've been working with ISPW, uh, New Jersey Independent Promotion, and you've been part of the last match. Uh, it's not a play. It's not a Broadway production. It's not a wrestling show. It's sort of uh, encompasses all of those things. And four total performances uh, at White Eagle Hall, uh, in New Jersey, uh, looking to see what your, you know, a little bit more about what your role in the production is. Uh, I feel like production is an appropriate title for it because it, like I said, it's not a wrestling show. It's not a Broadway show. It's all of those things, but, uh, how are you doing today? I'm good, Bill. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, yeah, the last match was, uh, one of the coolest experiences of my life it was really, really awesome. Um, you know, at first, uh, because of how wrestling is, you don't know really what you're getting into. You know, you hear this guy has an idea and, oh yeah, we have these Broadway stars that are going to be on the show. We're like, do you though? Like, is this real? You know, like you don't believe it until it happens. And then when it happens, you're like, wow, this is incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's just coming from being jilted by the wrestling business, you know, for so long but uh yeah man everybody was so awesome to work with from ramin and amber and obviously you know matt cardona who i've known for years now um jeremiah james and rachel the producers and just all the way down every single person involved was an absolute pleasure to work with and basically Alpha and myself were tasked with uh training the actors to get through wrestling matches mm-hmm and, you know, we've had about eight days with them, maybe like an hour, hour and a half a day. So it was uh, it was a tall order, but we pulled it off. Uh, I, I've kind of seen, you know, just knowing Tommy, uh, Tommy Fierro, ISPW promoter. Um, I talked to Jeremiah before the, the first performance. Uh, I before I think that was even before the, the listening party happened like it was very early in the process and he was uh kind of saying the same thing about you know i'm a wrestling fan i know what i want out of it i know kind of what it, it what it's gonna be but you know you kind of have to sell it to the broadway crowd and you know you kind of made a point that you know there's uh I, you said you were jilted but i think there's sort of this skepticism coming from pro wrestling like oh yeah we know but is it really going to be that like so right uh as far as i can tell everybody that has seen it has loved it uh there was uh some ambition to make it a a touring performance is there any news on like maybe another performance locally or just i i know that there's um a lot of stuff in the works um, I know that one of the hopes was to bring it to Vegas at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think right now it's just this, because the, the thing is, is this, this whole production blew up way quicker than anybody anticipated. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, we have all these different people, you know, hitting everybody up and, Hey, we want to do this. Maybe we'll tour here. Maybe we can do this. And so like, it's a really good problem to have, but it's also like, making everybody go, okay, we got to put our working boots on and, and really try to, you know, hammer down what we want to do next. Um, 
you know, we got a bunch of nominations, I think 17 from uh, Broadway World New Jersey Awards, which is really cool. Um, and I'm sure that it'll kind of disrupt their world if myself and Afa win Best Choreographer. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we're looking forward to kind of flipping them on their heads with that one. Um, but yeah, man, it's like I said, it's a great performance. Um, it's a great show. And that was, you know, one of the other things, too, is going into it, you, you know, we, we were also kind of there, not just, you know, besides the in-ring stuff, we were there to kind of make sure that the business was protected or at least portrayed in the right way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, you know, just even basic things like terminology and stuff like that, like, because, you know, the, the, you don't want wrestling fans going there and being like, oh, they didn't say this right. Oh, this was off. Um, so we want to stay true to this, the sport that, that we love. Um so yeah, it was it was a tall order, but like I said, everybody kind of pulled it all together and, and pulled it off. And for the Broadway people that were skeptical, that's where it helps having people mm -hmm. like Ramin and Amber, because they're so well known in, in that world. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it kind of it was really the perfect storm from both sides. Yeah, uh, voting is open through New Year's Eve, I believe. Yes. Uh, I don't know if there's a, a certain time you have to vote by, but I know it's December 31st. The, the voting's open. Uh, best choreography of a player, a musical. You're actually leading right now. You have so uh, far. Yep. You know, you, you have a pretty sizable lead compared to second. There's a lot of like, this isn't just like four or five productions or nominees. Like there, I think there's like 20. So yeah, it's pretty know. nuts. Yeah, it's pretty cool that you know to see your name on the on the top of the list. Yeah, it's it's awesome, man. And you know, the, all the credit goes to to Jeremiah and you know Tommy for hooking me up with, with Jeremiah um, and recommending me for the job. And you know, I'm just excited to see where it goes. Um, it's it's a little bit different because it's not what I'm used to, but it really has been like one of the most enjoyable things I've ever done. So I'm really happy about it. Yeah, and I I want to see it as it was intended, you know, in the, in the ring, in the a venue, but at least until that happens, I'm hoping that it was filmed in some way. And somebody's like, okay, here, go check. Like I, I am getting, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say FOMO, but like, you know, I really feel like I missed <laughs> out because I couldn't go like I, the second production, I was like, oh man, I'd really, really like to go. And I couldn't. So I'm hoping somebody has more than just what made its way on social media. We we do. There was there was a five camera shoot um, the first time we did it. Mm. Um, so I'm sure at some point uh, that might get released. So keep keep an eye out for that one. Even if I get a screener, like <laughs> just saying, I I won't share it. It's just <laughs> I'll I'll tell Jeremiah you want to do a review. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh. We talked uh, briefly about ISPW, but uh, two-time champion there. Um, you you just uh, started working with Maven, who yeah. uh, earlier in the year you said he was he was a bit of a thorn in your side. So uh, talk about that relationship, because obviously you coming from NXT, you have a television production uh, background, or you know. TV wrestling experience. Obviously he does with all his work in tough enough and WWE. Uh, what's that? Like, did you guys, how long have you known each other? Like, cause I don't think uh, 
he would have been gone from WWE by the time you got there. So what? Yeah, he was gone for a while. Um, I would say about six, five, six years, maybe. If probably, I'm... yeah, probably. So uh, yeah, Maven. Like, I I never met Maven before until he started working with ISPW and, and Tommy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we hit it off like immediately. He's such an easygoing guy. He's so much fun to be around. Um, super supportive and enthusiastic, you know, like just a great guy to have in any locker room. Um, and so, yeah, we hit it off and we, you know, started working together when he was managing uh, the former Danny Doring, now Danny Morrison. And then uh, we worked together again when he was managing Justin Carino. And, you know, Tommy and I, you know, I've known Tommy since I was 17 years old and breaking into wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, so, you know, he asked my advice on some stuff or just, you know, for ideas and things like that. And I do the same with him. And, uh, you know, I just had this idea that, you know, maybe instead of, you know, Maven trying to elevate a guy like Justin, um, who, you know, a lot of fans might not know, but who is super talented, Justin Carino, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I'm kind of sitting there just doing the same old thing I've been doing for over a year now. I was like, you know, let's change it up a little bit. And, and then, you know, and now it's not two guys who, you know, where one one's picking up slack for the other, you know, we just, it's two guys with that TV wrestling experience who have both been there in, in their own right. Um, and it's pretty cool. And I think that it's a, it's a, it's a cool thing that's going to be a lot of fun. And we have a lot of ideas already kicking around. And, you know, like I said, with Maven's enthusiasm and stuff, like, it's just, if we can bring this, like the way we are in the locker room together out to, to the world, then I think that it really has some legs. Mm. yeah and uh one really good example if if you want to show somebody how charismatic uh maven can be you guys just posted a a promo not too long ago about uh the relationship being a year in the making and uh him talking about seeing your star on the rise and you know you end with the shot of the new york skyline like you you know when you were in NXT like you weren't really known as a guy a promo guy but you know you you did do them from time to time but it almost feels like just being next to him like you know plays to your point where you know it's not somebody picking up the slack for one another it's almost like you did it for yourself and you were like okay here's where I need to be and you just played off of each other and it wasn't like okay I need to lead e- you know what I mean? Like it, it just yeah, felt absolutely. very natural. Like neither one, you know, neither one was waiting for each other. The timing was just really there. Yeah. And you know, it's funny cause uh, you know, obviously being in NXT and being around dusty roads, you know, for geez, two years um, until he passed away. Um, you know, I learned a lot from dusty and um you know, my promos were always solid. Dusty was a fan of mine. He fought for me tooth and nail. And it really wasn't until like towards the end of my time in NXT when I was doing the bullfit stuff with Regal, where it really started to like, I was able to show a little bit of of depth and what I could do mm-hmm. to the point where um, the first, the first promo I did with Regal with the Doritos bag and the, and the chocolate bar mm-hmm. Uh, Regal went to the writers and he went to bat for me and he said, I think I found my new Tajiri. And I, in my head, I was like, Oh yeah. And in my head, I was like, yep. Yes. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Let's go. Let's do this. And I wrote out, um, 
a list of ideas that never got used. And I'll share one with you because it's one of my favorite things in the world. Uh, I wanted to uh, film at a Lamaze studio. And so you see all these pregnant women with their husbands holding them, doing the breathing exercises, and it pans over, and there's me in Regal's arms. <laughs> blown up, and he's trying to walk me through this breathing exercise. I thought it would have been awesome. <laughs> really, that's, that's the one that I'm really upset that we never got to do. That, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I, I I wish that some stuff like that would have come to fruition because I, I remember like I lived in Florida, not right when NXT started, but uh, right after like the take, uh, you know, like the takeover started, like they were still at full sale. Right. And I remember, you know, you can't, they had you as like this prize fighter guy, you know, you came out in like the boxing jacket. It was, you know, very like, uh, I'm coming to the ring to, you know, kick ass. And I think, I don't, was it in, I don't know if it was real life or the the character, but there was some references to like the relationship with Taz. Uh, but then you, you went to this bullfit thing and it was like, for whatever reason, it just worked. Like, and I think I see similarities in today's or, you know, like the NXT 2.0 and even right now that now that it's just, being called nxt but where you know you're getting a chance to sort of do that work and it, it's you know it's an experiment like you get to see what works you get to see what fans like you get to see you get to you know see what kind of range you have but um were they gonna do anything uh i kind of got on, off on a tangent there I <laughs> no it's all good uh, but as far as like the the bullfit gimmick was there ever plans to maybe capitalize on it as far as uh you know making it an actual brand making you know merchandise was it to sort of bring you back to another character like what was the direction for that because i obviously it started off as a comedy gimmick and we saw some really great stuff and you just shared what could have been a really good segment but what was like the the end goal for that whole thing well, I it was at first it was, you know, it was just it was a comedy gimmick and I just was trying to give everything I had, you know, to make it work. Mm. And it wasn't until after the first couple of like training vignettes aired, um, we were in Largo, I remember, and a fan came up to me and they were like they had a big baggy bullfit shirt on because they had just released a t shirt. Mm. And he's like motioning like up and down his body, and I was like, Okay. And then he's like, do you notice? Like, I lost weight. This was a fan that came regularly. And I was like, oh, yeah, you did. And uh, he's like, yeah, man, I'm getting bullfit. And then I started getting more and more, like, messages like that on, like, Instagram or comments and stuff, you know. And I was like, wow, like, people are actually, like, using this as, like, motivation. Like, this is actually cool. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you get you get the 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 audience on Twitter that's oh they're fat shaming him and blah, and I was like no I was like on board with this from the minute that Hunter pulled me aside and asked me if I would want to do it you know and I wasn't scared for my job to say no I was like no this is something cool unique it's coming straight from the boss's mouth so obviously you know he believes in it mm -hmm. so let's try it and then when that kind of stuff started happening um that was where I was like okay we can really capitalize on this more 
So um, I had pitched the old uh, Hulkamania weight set. I had pitched like bringing that back. Um, but with me doing it, obviously, and, um, you know, because it's cheap to make. So, like, you know, obviously a company like WWE is going to, they want low production costs that they can mark up in price to make money on it. Mm -hmm. um, I pitched that. Um, when Triple H did his workout video, I wanted to be the one guy in the background doing, like, the assisted workout for people that maybe weren't in shape that were doing the DVD. <laughs> But yeah. that one never happened. Um, so, I mean, I think there were plans on the table and it just came down to like a budget thing. And, it, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, there were some ideas thrown around. Um, would have been nice to see them come to fruition, obviously, and see the hard work pay off. But, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And it was some of the most fun I've ever had in the wrestling ring in my life. So, uh, Is there, you know, favorite memory in-ring memory that you have like I, I won't say like one match but any yeah there's there's a couple there's a couple there's um even this was before before bullfit the first san jose show uh that was the first time we did a, a, show, a live event outside of florida and it was wrestlemania weekend we sold the place out and i was on match number two with jason jordan and we had to follow Kenta hitting the go to sleep for the first time in the States. And we looked at each other and went, Oh no. Cause Jordan wasn't even on TV yet. Really a lot. Yeah. I was just starting to get used. And so we were both like, Oh no, Oh no, <laughs> like, we're done. We're done for. They're going to eat us alive. But by the end of the match, you know, we got them. And the cool thing was Jim Ross was like in the first or second row. And I remember when we watched the video back, Jason and I just watched JR mm -hmm. and by the, you know, he just, and he sat there and he just took it all in. And at the end of the match, he gave us a round of applause and I was like, all right, cool. We got him. Like that was like the audience I was playing to with that match. And then the entire UK tour, um, I was basically married to Sean Spears, that whole tour. And I, I still, to this day, people tweet me about it and bring it up as like, one of their favorite matches that they've ever seen live and things like that. And that's really cool. Cause you know, at this point, um, you know, you're talking six, almost seven years ago, you know? So it's really cool to kind of leave that impression on people, especially, you know, on the other side of the world. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of them I'm thinking of, it was when you were working with Baron Corbin. Uh, I know one of them, a few of them probably happened on TV, but I know, uh, takeover rival was the one where Kevin Owens beat Sami Zayn, and I know you guys worked on that show. That yeah, was, that was one that personally I enjoyed. Uh, and just that whole event was really cool because it it wasn't the first takeover, but it just felt like something different was coming. And I think obviously we've seen that over the past uh, what is it six or seven years, but uh yeah uh there there was some really good stuff during, coming out of that era of nxt um yeah uh, you know and obviously um yeah baron was another guy that um i really got on with and, and we had you know we really i think you know i can't speak for him but you know i enjoyed working with him and um I, you know that match as well we kind of we we wanted to do so much more because it was no dq 
but they like they really handcuffed us on it and so people are always like they didn't do anything <laughs> it was like we weren't allowed like we tried the most we got was swinging a chair at baron and missing and giving him a suplex on the ramp but <laughs> we, we were sitting there trying to put each other through the announce table and <laughs> do all sorts of crazy stuff but uh yeah and then you know moments like that moments like obviously the barclays center in my hometown in brooklyn and um having my parents in the front row um Danny Doring was also in the front row for that, sitting with my parents. Um, so yeah, it was really cool moments in a in a relatively short amount of time, like over the course of two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't trade it for anything, you know. I, I mentioned the voting. Uh, it you can vote now through New Year's Eve, December thirty first. Uh, ISPW Winter Warfare. You'll be there January twentieth. Yes. Anywhere, anywhere else? people can see you in the, in the coming weeks? Uh, yeah, right now, um, January 12th, I will be at um, Outlaw Wrestling in Queens. And then, obviously, the 20th will be ISPW. And then on January 31st, I will be in Florida at Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. Um, and, you know, it's really cool that I'm really so happy that Tommy brought ISPW back. Um because like I said, I've known him since I was 17. He was the first promoter to, to give me an envelope and pay me to work. And um, I just have so much respect for everything he's doing with the Wrestling Collector Store and 80s Wrestling Con and ISPW. I don't know how he does it, but mm-hmm. he's do- he's doing some amazing stuff. And I'm, I'm really happy to be a part of it. Yeah, it, I met him a few years ago. It's really cool because, you know, at the time he was just like, oh, I'm doing this convention. And it's like, OK, I'll, you know, like, let's figure out how we can work together and then all of this other stuff that snowballed from it and it's like really like how, how do you do it all <laughs> yeah yeah it's nuts I, I give him all the credit in the world and he's one of the most dedicated people i know so uh, you know just trying to keep building it and um build to the big 80s wrestling con uh convention and the ispw show at night at the men in arena in morristown may 6th yeah, absolutely. 80s Wrestling Con 4. Uh, I believe 20 names are announced so far with more to come. So a lot to look for. Uh, thanks for your time. Uh, it was it was good getting a chance to uh, meet you, catch up with your career, and, you know, good luck in the voting. Uh, thanks, Bill. I appreciate you having me on, man.